Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast, the DDP. It's the 28th day of April. Uh, we're in uh, Chapin, South Carolina tonight, ministering with our friends there. We, we meet every month, one Friday per month, and tonight's the night. We will be in the Columbia area all weekend long. We're going to spend some time with that group on Saturday, but then we will be this Sunday morning, the 30th day of April, we will be at the Crossroads World Outreach Church in West Columbia, South Carolina. You can get details, directions on my website, paulwhiteministries.com. This is Pastor Josiah Hodge and a wonderful congregation of people that we've grown to love very dearly and appreciate them and their ministry and the work they're doing in Columbia. We're excited to spend time with them. So it's going to be a fun weekend for us. And uh, if you're in the area, come and join us this weekend. Of course, we will record these services, these sermons, and we'll air them for you soon. Speaking of, I'll be telling you tomorrow about the sermon you can expect to be posted tomorrow. It was from our recent monthly meeting in Flowery Branch. More details on that tomorrow. Let's get busy today and tomorrow. We'll see if we can close the eighth chapter, which gets us ready for essay edition on Sunday And that's going to be right about at transfiguration. Before that, Jesus says this in verse 34. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. In the Luke version of this, he says, Take up his cross daily and follow me. I want you to notice that Christianity, and that's oxymoronic here. Jesus is not used, or it's not oxymoronic, it's anachronistic, it's out of time. Jesus would not have referred to it as Christianity. He's not starting a religion. Um, That's the religion that coalesces around following Christ. At this point, following him was literally following him. It's going right in his footsteps. And so he says to his immediate followers, if you want to come after me, it's going to take a certain level of self-denial. You're going to have to take up your cross and follow me. Well, what that's come to mean for us is Jesus dies on a cross, which they don't know that at this point. They don't know that he's going to die on a cross. So for them, what it sounds like he's saying is, if you're going to follow me, it's probably going to cost you your life. Well, they're not wrong. It does cost most of them their lives. And it is something that speaks across time to us, but it speaks to us a little differently because we know Jesus himself goes to a cross. And therefore, to follow him is to deny our way and choose his way. Yet, it's our cross. I think that what we learn as we follow Jesus is that our cross is his cross. His cross is our cross. He's carrying our burdens. But he's not letting us completely off the hook in the burden-carrying department. Whatever is our cross... We pick it up and we carry it. And the reason for that is because verse 35, whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. So we're talking very much about the possibility of these disciples losing their lives, that some of you are going to die. He'll actually kick off the ninth chapter with that phrase. Some of you will will make it to see the, 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 the kingdom come in in a new way. And they do. And that's not prophetic out in our future, 2,000 years later, but directly for them. 
But in a very real sense, all of us are in the business of self-denial. When we come to Christ, we gave up what we could have been, what we would have been had we not met him. And now we follow him. And in following him, we do so with whatever burdens it requires. But carrying our cross is also carrying whatever's heavy, whatever load is too big for us. And I believe it is always uphill. I was just in Israel and walked the Via Dolorosa, walked the, the pathway from Gabatha, which is the spot where Pilate has Jesus beaten within an inch of his life, and then up the street all the way to the place of the crucifixion. I saw pilgrims from all over the world while I was there, and more than one carrying a literal cross with it on their shoulder, dragging it behind them so that they too could walk the place Jesus walked carrying a cross. Now, I'm pretty sure he didn't have comfy shoes on. I'm pretty sure he wasn't packing his goods in a backpack with a bottle of water, and he had been stripped and beaten. But I'm not mocking. I know. I think I know why they're doing it. It's just to get the same feeling, to, to be in the same space and carry something awkward. Well, that was a very literal thing for his disciples, but it's also a very real thing for us, if not literal. I don't literally go out and carry two pieces of wood on my shoulders up a hill, but I might have a burden that's bigger than myself. And I think that if you can go through life realizing that part of the journey is, car- is sometimes carrying loads bigger than yourself, it would help you to deal with your stuff. Maybe you have a physical pain and you can't get rid of it. You can let it so overwhelm you that it takes you out of your day-to-day life. Or you can accept that it is a quote-unquote cross to bear, and you pick it up and you bear it. Where you can, you lay it down. But where you can't, you carry it. This causes people to get out of bed and go to work that don't want to. It causes us to take care of things we'd rather not take care of. It causes us to take responsibility in areas we would rather be lazy or be apathetic, but we can't. Because we have a job to do. We call that work ethic. But the gospel calls it carrying your cross. Whatever it is that's too heavy. But that's just one half of it. I know. There's plenty more. There's the part of it that is very much the death to the old you. Death to your old self. Death to parts of you that continuously need to die. I've met my death more times than I know how to count at the cross of Christ. And I figure there's still a few other versions of Paul White that are going to die more than once on the way home. Why? Because of verse 36. What would it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So carrying my cross in some ways is opposite of gaining the whole world. Gaining the whole world, losing your own soul, is not Jesus saying, I I don't think, is Jesus saying that if you get a whole bunch of stuff, money and houses and cars, well, what would it be a profit if you got all that and you die at a sinner? That was how I heard that preached and how I preached that for a long time. What if you got all this stuff and you died unsaved? But I think it's far bigger than that. I think it's, what good would it do you to achieve, or to have, or to acquire 
and lose your mental and emotional stability. Because that's what the soul is here. This is not the part of you that lives forever. This is your psyche. This is the thing inside of you that gives you mental stability. What would it profit you if you had all of it, but you lost your stability? Why is he linked this to the cross? Because mental stability is found in picking up the burden too big, too large. Pray over that today. We land chapter 8 tomorrow. See you then. God bless.